Hey guys, so what is Thrivehood, you might ask? Well, that's a good question. I'd say it's a relevant life roadmap for young men out there who want to thrive as they're maturing boldly into manhood. From the very serious to the silly, I chat about a wide variety of relatable topics that both challenge and motivate you to do what needs to be done now so you can become who you want to be later. I'm Tim Williams, and this is Thrivehood. Yes, 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 I am back. Hey guys, welcome back. 2024 is here and we are just rolling right along. Life is good. Things are happening. Transition time is coming. We'll get to that in a minute. But I hope that 2023 was good to you. I hope so. If it wasn't, then uh, let's hope that 2024 turns out a little better in the end and we'll just see how that goes. So welcome in. Want to thank you guys. The end of this month, uh, 1st of February, I think actually the actual the actual date that I started Thrivehood was January 31st, but we'll just call it February 1st. Will be three years of me pumping out quality content. At least I hope it is. I think it is, and good information for you, young men. And over the over the last few years, I've realized that there's a number of parents that listen to this. So we'll sort of include you guys now too, because I think it's good. Sometimes it gives you some insight where you might not get your kid to be able to you know, force him to uh, to listen to this stuff. And he won't do it. And so you listen and then maybe you sort of pour that into him. So, hey, whatever it takes, however we can get some knowledge and growth and understanding, wisdom, advice, insight, whatever you want to call it, into the young men in today's generation, I think that's really powerful. Uh, Today, I want to talk about transition time. And then at the end of this episode, I do have uh, a little bit of news and another announcement and I know I'm giving you a lot of that. I know if you listened to the last useless fact episode from last week, I have decided to do away with that particular series. It's ran its course. And I'll be I'll be quite frank. I'm just I sort of got tired of it, to be honest with you. And I'm just like, ah, I just don't want to do this anymore. So I think it was fun. It was it was, you know, cute and stupid and all that stuff. And but um, I'm I'm not going to do that anymore. So kind of transitioning here a little bit. Again, there's the word transition. But I do want to talk to you today about transition. And by the way, if you have not checked out the episode called, I think it's called Find Your Word of the Year or Find Your Word for the Year, I would recommend that. This being a brand new year would be really good. I won't go into all the details, but when I talk about my word for the year, you'll sort of get an understanding of that. But I would highly recommend that. But I want to talk today about my word for 2024, and my word for this year is transition. And I think transition is a word that can also run closely along with change. I might by I may be saying the word change quite a lit quite a, a lot if I can get the words out. So we might you might hear me sort of here, here. Here's a funny pun transitioning between the word transition and change. But in any event, 
that's kind of what we're talking about today. But I liked transition time better than change time or going through changes. And that's why I titled it that for this particular episode. But anyway, there are at least I know of three, I would say, key areas in which change comes, in which transition comes for us. One is when the pain of doing the same thing over and over again gets so bad that we just realize we got to change. It's time to transition. The other one is when we see opportunity, potential opportunity or known opportunity coming. You know, we see it and we're realizing, hey, there's change coming and there's there's potential for change and transition. And then the third way is when it is forced upon us, when we do not have the ability to make the change or keep the change from happening or even the way the change takes place, right? If you lose your job, if someone comes to you and says, you're you're done, okay, uh, there's not a whole lot you can do with that. If you, unfortunately, I hope this isn't the case for any of my listeners, but if you don't get accepted to any college, you can't change that, right? There are just some changes. You don't make it on the team. There are just some changes that we don't have control over. But I want to share with you Uh, each of those different areas and some points about those and maybe some ways and some tips of managing that. So the first one is, you know, realizing we have to make a change. There is a financial guru, I call him Dave Ramsey out of Nashville, and he says this. I think this is really a good statement. He says, when the pain of same becomes stronger than the pain of change, change will come. And what do you mean by that, Uncle Tim? It's very simple. When we have kept doing the same thing over and over and over, in this case, it probably has a lot to do with habits, forming habits and doing things. And we keep doing that over and over and over again and realizing that it's getting us to a place that we are hurting, whether that's psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, physically, relationally, whatever it is, whatever category, area of our life, that we begin feeling the the pain of it so bad that we realize I got to change. It's time for a change. Great example of that is me. I'm going to be I'm going to be using my family today (laughs) with each one of these three categories. And I thought that would be a great way to identify and explain how these different changes can take place in our lives. But we'll use me as the example for the pain of change. So I just turned 61, um, older guy, and I have for a good part of my adult life, I've been able to pretty much eat however I want with little exercise to none. And I have not necessarily put on an enormous amount of weight. Now, my wife, if she listens to this, is going to be laughing, going, are you kidding me? <laughs> but, 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 okay, babe, just chill out, okay? Um, I could probably stand to lose 20 pounds, 25 pounds. Okay, so I'm not obese. I'm not ridiculous. But, But I also, my health has not really suffered that much. It hasn't been that bad. However, however, as we were moving towards the end of 2023, I began feeling it in my body, in my gut, in my back, in my shoulders, in my joints, stiffness in my legs. There was just, I began feeling, I began feeling like I was 91 instead of 61, to be honest with you. What's happened? I've made a change. 
The pain of doing the same thing over and over for years has finally forced me to realize that I need to do something different. And by the way, we pay a price whether we're doing it right or we're doing it wrong. Because the price of doing it wrong is what my physical ailments are beginning to show now as as an older male. I'm beginning to have a a sore joints and a stiff back and I run out of breath a lot sooner and I got some leg issues and my, my got some upper neck and back problems and I have to go to the chiropractor. So I'm paying the price for living a non-healthy life. Well, the counter is true. You pay a price. I will pay a price, I should say, for living a healthy life. What's that mean? I don't get to eat everything I want. And I got to go actually go out and exercise. I got to get out in the cold (laughs) exercise. I got to go to the gym. I got to run. I got to get sweaty, which I don't like doing, right? So regardless, point of change is you're paying a price sooner or later, one way or the other, you pay a price whether you do something or you don't do something as it relates to change, okay? Here's number two. When you see opportunity, change or transition is possible when we see opportunity. I'm going to use my daughter for this example today. She is going to college. She is studying to be a, well, she's studying mass communications or visual communications, and she wants to get in marketing more more specifically into social media marketing And, well, she could do a number of things. She could do advertising, PR, or a number of things like that. She could help create POP material for sales uh, divisions. But anyway, she's really trying to primarily get into that. And about a, I don't know, I don't know how long she's been doing it, but for a while now, she's been doing my social media, posting all those on all the different websites and all the different, or on on my website and then all the different social media sites. And I came to her. And I said, look, I said, I could use some help with just getting these things posted when I do an episode and promoting the website, promoting Thrivehood. You're wanting to get into that. Would you be interested in helping me? Well, she was smart enough to go, yeah, absolutely. I pay her a little bit and she does all of my all of my episodes, everything that I do each week that you see, that's my daughter doing all of those posts and coming up with those ideas, right? Shortly after I presented that to her, her grandpa, who has a little business, just a little side business, approached her and said, hey, why don't you do that for me, too? So she had a couple of little mini businesses for about a year that was using her and utilizing her skills and helping her learn. We sort of, you know, between my uh, father-in-law and I were sort of teaching her and guiding her a little bit. She got some education. She was realizing how it, you know, how it works and the best times to post and content, the right kind of content and, you know, creating a brand, you know, what a brand looks like, the, the colors, the fonts, the the concepts, the 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 image behind, you know, what I'm doing, what my, my dad's doing, my father-in-law, I call him dad. What's great is she's going to be starting in a couple of weeks. She's going to be starting becoming a, she's going to be a content creator for a company. It's actually Narrowgate. I'll, I'd love to plug them, narrowgate.com org, I think, or .com. Great, great program for young men. You might want to check it out. And uh, she's going to actually become the content creator for them. She'll be part-time because she's still going to school. But boom, that's what I'm talking about. She wants to get into that line of work. She had someone, her dad, approach her and say, hey, you know, I'm not going to pay you a whole lot. You're, you're, you're 
going to be learning on the job, but what you learn and the skills you learn will be more valuable than the money that I could pay you. Her, her grandpa jumps on board and bang, now she's actually getting into exactly what she wanted to do. And there you go. So that is one form and one way that we can say when we see transitional opportunity or change opportunities coming and we look down the road and we go, hey, I, I think this would be good. Another way that change can come is when it's forced upon us. When we do not have control of that and we have to manage that. Great example is my son. I won't go into all the details about his tumultuous experience trying to be a, a football player in a high school program, but it was pretty challenging. But he was homeschooled and that sort of made for a little bit of a challenge. But he got into the local high school and was playing there, played junior varsity his first year and was wanting to prove out, was wanting to say, hey, I'm I'm worthy of becoming a starter my junior year, I'm sorry, he started his sophomore year. I should clarify that. He started playing his sophomore year there and made junior varsity. So he was hoping by his junior year that he could actually be a starter or at least, you know, get some get some time on the field and was working hard, was doing everything he could. By the way, that would be opportunity change, right? You see the a possibility and opportunity. So changes when you got to do more, make decisions to get yourself in that position. And he was doing that. Literally the week Opening season started that Friday, right? High school football's on Friday nights. That Monday of that week, he came down with a very, very serious stomach issue. We still don't know what it was, whether it was a parasite or bacteria or a virus. We still don't know. It was very scary. Uh, he he was sick for a month, at a good month. We had him in and out of the hospital. It was it was scary. Well. Here he is. He's wanting to make an impression. He's wanting to say, hey, you know, coach, I, I'm going to be I'm going to show you that I'm worthy and I can do it. And boom, half the season was cut from him because this change he didn't have any control over. Right. But what did he do? He got his has got his health back. He got his strength back. It took him a while. He was able to get on the field by the sixth game. He didn't play. He didn't start. He wasn't quite 100 percent. We fast forward to now, and he just finished his senior year at Franklin Christian Academy and did really, really, really well. He's got some schools that are talking to him. He's got one school that they we feel like maybe they're going to offer him a scholarship of some kind. There's another school that's tracing after him. So, wow, it's cool because he didn't give up. And that's sort of the point that I want to make here is even though those moments that it was like, gosh, you know, I've lost a whole nother year and I'm trying to become a starter and how's this, how are any colleges going to notice me if I don't have any film? And we were sort of grappling with all of that. But we look back now and realize that change, there wasn't anything that my son could do about it. We had to make the most of what, it, what was available and was given to us. And I believe as a result, through hard work and pursuing and being tenacious about trying to find a program for my son to play in it ended up well and i want to give a fantastic shout out to franklin christian academy in franklin tennessee if you live in that area in this specific area and you're looking for especially i'm speaking more to parents now and you're looking for a fantastic private school high school elementary school i think they're k to 12 i think actually 
I would highly recommend it. Coach KC, Coach J, Coach E cannot say enough about these men. They were instrumental. They have poured into my son. Great organization. It's not just all about football. Just growing and growing men, like real men. God, that's what Thrivehood is, right? But teaching them about manhood and what being a man is and, you know, a band of brothers and bonds and unity and, you know, commitment and sacrifice. It's just phenomenal. They've they've done they've done a great job. So free plug to you guys out there. But again, that is yet another way that change comes. And guys, in the end, it's all about dealing with the change of identifying that there's a change and having to deal with it right? You either can, you can either approach the change and say, I'm going to try to make this change and, and adopt it as best as I can, or we can go through change fighting and scratching and doing everything we can to avoid it. But one way or another, change is coming. And that's really my point today. Change is coming. Change and transition is inevitable. And we have to be aware and to be open to that being a part of our lives. I said in the beginning that I do have some news and it is about transition for Thrivehood. And because of some transition that's taking in taking place in my life, I should say personally, as well as in my family's life, I am going to have to back off of the amount of time that I will be posting episodes for the future. Uh, I have actually already laid off my daughter, which she doesn't care because she's got her new job already. There will be definitely be a drop in the amount of episodes that I do. I might just do one or two a month, and I'm not going to go into all the reasons. That's more personal. But And it isn't because I'm running out of content. It isn't because that I don't really care or it's just there's just a number of things in my life personally that are sort of calling on me to make a transition. Part of me is excited about it. Part of me is a little apprehensive about it. And then as it relates to Thrivehood, same thing. Part of me is I'm okay with this. And part of me is like, gosh, I sort of would still like to be doing some of this. So I'm torn. No question about that. I don't have any major health issues. There isn't anything going on with my family that's life-threatening or anything like that. So you don't, don't worry. Everything, everything's fine. But it's just a time in my life that I am feel like I need to pull back. And I'll say this. I, I don't know whether this is permanent. I don't know if this, I don't know whether I'm going to come back stronger. I don't know if I may end up just shutting it down altogether. I don't know where I'm at right now. But I do know I want to at least provide on a on a somewhat continual basis, maybe an episode here or there. I know that that's from a marketing perspective, <laughs> that's all. Worst thing you can do for a business because you, you guys are always, you know, some of you that are staunch listeners and are big supporters, you know, every Monday morning you're going to have an episode. I appreciate the support that I've received. I will tell you, I've never said this before because from what I understand, it's it's sort of taboo to tell anybody what your downloads are because then it sort of identifies whether you're really successful or not. And, you know, I, I was caught up in that. And I finally realized that's silly. I'm doing this for for a, for a, a bigger purpose and a, and a larger cause. But I was hoping that by the end of this year that I would get over 25,000 downloads. 
and I am happy to report that I'm at about 20, 25,500 downloads as of the time of this recording. So I feel in three years, I've done something, I've accomplished something, I've succeeded in something. And, you know, unless there's somebody out there that wants to support me and give me a couple hundred million dollars to like they gave Joe Rogan to keep going, <laughs> I'm probably going to back off of this. No, I don't know that I would do it even if that were the case. Because like I said, there's just some transition things that are happening in my life personally that I, I need to pay attention to right now. And so that's what it is. So guys, you may be asking, well, is is the change, Uncle Tim? Which one of the three categories is it? It's actually all three. There are some things that I I need to change in my life. Well, I sort of touched on it. It's it's me physically. I need to focus on Uncle Tim needs to focus on Uncle Tim for a little bit now. I need to get my health under underway. Uh, and then there's some other things spiritually and relationally that I need to work on. There's some things that I see some opportunities down the road that I I need to get myself in shape for. And I, and there are some changes that are happening that are beyond my that will come that will be beyond, beyond my control that I need to prepare for now. So it's sort of all three for me. But listen, thank you for the support that you've given me all over the world. I've got people in Denmark and Austria and Germany and France and Spain and Canada and Mexico, of course, the States, Africa. It's just amazing that I've the support that I've received. It has been phenomenal. You guys are fantastic. You guys are great. Thank you for allowing me to come into your car or into your home or wherever you are, wherever you listen and the support that I've got over the last three years, it has been tremendous. So again, thanks for the ride. It's been fun. We'll see where this goes from here. Just, you know, I would just say subscribe so that you don't miss an episode because now it's just going to sort of be here and there hit and miss, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm going to keep doing it. Keep have passion for it. And until next time, stay strong out there. This podcast is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed by guests are not necessarily those of the host. Please seek the advice of a trusted adult or qualified professional on matters specific to your needs. Thank you.